last test. Who uh, had nipple pinch you? Uh, I, I oh. guess. Okay, say something. You know, I don't do this shit on cue. <laughs> oh, now Wes is becoming a prima donna. I want, I'll, I'll be in my trailer. I want, I want my own trailer, and I don't want vegetables. You hear me? I want pizza bread. I want, I want nothing but vegetables that the butt touch man is going to come nowhere close to it. <laughs> One day we'll be rich and we'll look back on the days when we podcasted from a uh, table. table. <laughs> from our um, fat Hollywood palatio Or estate. alternatively, yeah. when we are podcasting yeah. into a soup can uh, in the apocalypse that's attached to a string and goes nowhere be like, remember we used to have a mic and other people would hear this? <laughs> Whatever, we're locked up in Guantanamo Bay talking into rats. Oh, that would be amazing. I'm going to get the lawyer to be like, I don't want out. I just want... Stuff. <laughs> I just want a nicer rat, one that doesn't yeah. bite so much. <laughs> remember when you used to have a hot tub? Time machine? <laughs> I wish. Those were the days. I do remember you having a hot tub and Matt lost his panties in them. It's true, Matt was wearing women's panties. Matt had an awesome Hello Kitty thong. Naturally, as soon as he got... Was it thong panties? Yeah, yeah, it was a thong. And the minute he gets in there, they float to the top. (laughs) And he's like, naked time, hooray! (laughs) It's like the Potter Puppet Pals. And he's like chasing everyone around the hot tub. It was hilarious. Yep. Uh, if I didn't have to cough so much, I could just say, we'll just take this as like I ain't never seen Peter jump that high before. (laughs) We ready? Yep. Um... This is episode 99, okay. and we'll just announce that since we have Wesley here, we're just going to record 99 and 100 back-to-back, and say that also Sex Luther's here, but he's shy. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 99 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And I'm Wesley. <laughs> Can you believe it, folks? We actually have Wesley here. That's not us doing a voice. That's the actual Wesley sitting here with us on this, the episode 100 special. Oh, except for that's next. But because we have him now, we're just going to go ahead and throw him into episode 99, too. Because no we have to get this done. No one's going to believe that Res- Wesley's real. They're going to think that we just made up a guy and hired a voice actor. Basically. I mean... Is I am not a hologram. Is that so far-fetched? We also have Sex Luther with us here today. If y'all remember him from episode 50, but he's shy. Yeah. He's uh, making faces very loudly. Just give him some ramen with some Mrs. Dash in it. He'll be all right. So for this episode, <laughs> I think we're going to do a whole bunch of Dear Wesleys, right? The, Basically. It's a celebration of Wesley and Wesleyness. Yes, yes. Like, you might actually get my actual response for things. Right? We don't have to just be all like, Hard Marshall's Dash, he can do it. <laughs> well, then Wesley can say it. <laughs> uh, you guys want to jump right in. Um yeah, let's I do actually, it. So I like these. So sometimes we pull these from viewer mail. Sometimes uh, we find them online. I found this great thread on Reddit called Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love to use as Dear Wesley. So this one says, Dear Wesley, am I the asshole for jumping out of a bathroom window to avoid my mom's attempt at forcing a reunion between me and my ex-fiance? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> like, that sounds read, like a very logical response. Have you read the rest of it? And I go, that seems right. That seems nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, is, this, is this on like the second, third floor? If this, if this is ground level, then no one gets hurt. Just get out that window and go. Well, let's, let's find out. Uh, some backstory. I've been dating my ex-fiance, Sarah, for four years. We had been planning to get married in November of 2020, but I found out at the start of this month she cheated on me. She begged me to give her another chance, but I broke it off. The problem was, uh, being that she cheated on us, in my mind, it is completely emasculating and humiliating, so I never told anyone that that was the reason we broke up, for obvious reasons. Sarah also didn't tell people we broke up because she cheated, so people have blamed me for the breakup, including oh. my mom. Oh, they no. They just think that I dumped her out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have a, they don't have a very good mom. 
They don't like no. fucking read subtext, right? Like there's <laughs> there's going to be an undercurrent of tension that you can pick up on if you pay, really pay attention, especially when people break up. Like it's never just for no reason, right? So so what was the reason she cheated? Uh, well, the said, guy had a dick. <laughs> the other guy had a dick. <laughs> well, if he was pinching her nipples correctly, she wouldn't have cheated. Well, sometimes it doesn't matter how much you pinch you the nipples, you know. <laughs> Uh, I've gone on a very strict no contact with Sarah after I discovered she was cheating. Sarah has been talking with my mom and has convinced her that if we could talk one more time, we'd be able to reconcile. My Ooh. mom has been applying hardcore pressure on me to talk with Sarah, but I've explained there's no chance we will ever get back together. I already fuck Sarah. Like, you're going to sneak mm -hmm. around and, like, talk to fucking somebody's mom after you cheated on them and <laughs> use them to, like, use a maximum pressure campaign to, like, right. get back together. What an asshole. That's insane. Like, she knows what she did. The mom doesn't know what's going on here, right? So I can partially forgive her. Maybe she's bad at picking up on things. She, <laughs> she I mean, people aren't psychic, and I'm never going to fault someone for not being psychic, but Sarah knows what's going on here. She knows, and she's still doing all this shit. So, yeah, no, get out that window. Well, I could give some of my dad's advice. Well, boy, there's nothing wrong with having a piece on the side. <laughs> <laughs> my, my grandmother had very similar advice. What? She did. She did. Because she was um, trying to date someone in the nursing home. Wait, was was Wesley's dad your grandma's side piece? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Maybe. Having a little piece on the side. Well, <laughs> she, uh, she was telling me about some guy that she had a crush on at the nursing home. I'm like, Grandma, gross. And um, my mom was like, you know, you, you, know, you can't do that. He's married. And my grandma looked at her and said, that doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the one that put the roach's legs in the sugar, wasn't it? No, no. That was the other one. That one oh. was the insane one. It, it, was <laughs> the, it was the one that would talk about the Clinton impeachment, like, really candidly. Oh, that one. <laughs> so, uh, it gets worse. So, tonight I go over to my mom's place because she's hosting Christmas, uh, family, uh, family for Christmas Eve. I'm there for a bit talking with my aunts and uncles and cousins when the doorbell rings and I can see it's Sarah. I ask, what the fuck is going on? And my mom says she invited Sarah so we can work <clears throat> this out in the spirit of the holidays. I'm pissed now because the only way to explain my side of the story is to tell everyone I was cheated on. Uh, complete humiliation in front of my whole family. So as my mom goes to the front door, I go to the bathroom, uh, and my mom starts knocking on the door saying that I need to come out and talk to my ex like an adult. I say, fuck it. Kick out the window screen and get in my car and go home. My mom called a short while later saying she's cutting ties with me over my behavior. Um, she's really fixated on me jumping out the window and that Sarah will always be like a child to her. My sister uh, called me after this to read me out for ruining Christmas. <laughs> I broke down and told her that Sarah cheated on me, which is why I dumped her and didn't want to see her under any circumstances. She called me a big asshole who was lying to cover for myself. Am I really Ooh. in the wrong? No. No, no not, not really, no. I think this guy, what a fucked up family. Like, how much does your family hate you that they're like, you know what, we always liked your ex better than you, and you are done, but they are going to take your place. Yeah, um, so all of his Christmas presents go to her now. I think this would go back to another episode, I would go fuck Sarah's dad. <laughs> <laughs> that... I feel like that is the best course of action here. Just hook up with him. Like I would, I would. That make that would makes me so mad that not only did she cheat on this guy, but then like she also like is fucking with his family now. I would just make sure I was at her family Christmas next year when she walked in. I'm just like rubbing her dad's leg and going, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with a little piece on the side, you know, <laughs> especially when it's a papa bear. But why would you be ashamed if she's the one cheating? Because it feels like horrible to have to admit that somebody like did you like that and like. Fuck you know, that! I'd tell everybody. 
But like you know, some, so it, it, it depends. But it's it's like hurtful. And it's not something you want to relive. You know. Yeah. It's like why you may it... have to relive it, but if you go out there and say, "This bitch cheated on me," and tell everybody in the neighborhood and make her out to be the neighborhood whore, she'll get her comeuppance. I might run out. Of and everybody board. will feel sorry for you and love you, and you can go and Maury and everything will be fine. I mean, like after this, and I they'll might... say you're not the father because she's a bitch. <laughs> I might run out. The... <laughs> Billboard after this, like in here doing stuff with the family. You'll just take out billboards. I just take out billboard ads that are like Sarah is a bitch who cheated on me and ruined Christmas. Just all up and down the county. I would get behind that. I would like I would throw money into your GoFundMe for that. I kinda love that this guy like kicked out the bathroom window and like escaped. Yeah. That's kinda cool. I totally uh Well, he should at least be nice enough to fix the bathroom window for his mom. That way she won't have nothing to bitch about. Fair enough, but that's like getting over here. I had to put gas in the truck so that mom wouldn't bitch at me about driving the truck. That's right. Wesley because had to travel to get here. 30 minutes. 30 <laughs> I like, minutes. I like that it was 30 minutes, but in the discussions, like uh, Pat was like, it's going to take me six hours. Uh, it actually took me an, almost an hour to get here driving at the speed limit. Well, yeah, I, got, I, I got faster and I managed to pry mom's hands off the side of the car. <laughs> <laughs> we were able to speed up. <laughs> I kept slamming her fingers in it, but she's got really tough fingers. <laughs> I had to stick my shirt out the window for really for her age. Oh. I was like, Mom, you're slowing down the truck. God oh, damn it, now I'm doing the Wesley voice. <laughs> <laughs> you're always doing the Wesley voice. Your, your voice is like um, when Kevin Smith was talking to uh, Jason Mewes whenever they first started filming Clerks. And Jason Mewes was like, well, well you know, what the fuck is all these lines? Snoochie boochies? What, what is, why would I say that? And Kevin Smith is like, I don't know. Why do you say that? I just wrote your words into the script. Because <laughs> you do say it. I don't. <laughs> oh. I don't say it. I just keep saying I say it. Don't so, believe them. And so we, I, all, we all agree that Sarah's the asshole, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? I only say nipple pinchy for the benefit of the audience. <laughs> for the friends' benefits. So we got another one. Uh, Wesley, am I the asshole if I stop paying my daughter's tuition over a disgusting comment she made towards my new girlfriend? What? Think it uh, would It depends. Now what? I want to what say comment did yes, she make? I want to say yes, he is the asshole. But let's let's get into it. <laughs> uh, so uh, my 56-year-old wife died at the young age. Wait, what? I'm sorry. He's 56. His wife died at 51 in a car accident, and he was in deep mourning for about a year. He met a new girlfriend who's 43 around January, <coughs> and was the only person that made him laugh for the first time after his wife died. And she's smart as hell. Three Ivy League degrees. She has a dark sense of humor that I love, a terrific cook, and overall amazing woman who I can imagine spending the rest of my life with. She is also on the heavier side, a fact that becomes relevant later. I have two children. Uh, one's 25 and a male, and the other's a 19-year-old female. This person is like a robot, like 29-year-old male, 29-year-old female. Like My question, does she put Mrs. Dash into ramen? I think she does. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, very nice working. I'm so a couple they were three. well aware that I'd got a new girlfriend before I introduced them to C. He's calling his girlfriend C this summer, or his daughter C. I don't know who C is. Anyway, to introduce <coughs> his kids to his girlfriend, she got along immediately with them. But uh, I guess the daughter was very standoffish. After the initial meeting, I asked my daughter if there was something wrong, and she denied it. She made a few more attempts to get to know my daughter, but they were all rudely rejected. Everyone came home for Thanksgiving. Uh, and I asked my daughter to be polite during the meal since she's always been rude in her interactions with my girlfriend even though my girlfriend has been nothing but gracious in return. The dinner was going well as it could have for the first 10 minutes, although I noticed my daughter glaring at my girlfriend the entire time. That's weird. You're not my mom. <laughs> 
when uh, somebody when my, jelly, mm-hmm. somebody jelly. When uh, my girlfriend went to grab her third helping of mashed potatoes, my daughter said, "Don't you think you've eaten enough, you fat pig?" My girlfriend started sobbing immediately and ran off into the bedroom, and I felt my face turn red, and I told uh, my daughter to get out. But wow. half an hour after I left, I texted her stating that I would no longer pay her tuition unless she apologized, okay. and my girlfriend accepts the apology. Uh, she must have assumed that I was bluffing because she instead doubled down on her behavior. <coughs> uh, I then logged into her university's <coughs> tuition payment website, canceled next semester's tuition, and sent her the screenshots. She called me crying and begged me to reconsider, but I told her my mind was made up. Am I the asshole? No. 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 No, absolutely not. So he gave her what a He gave her a chance to, um, to repent, and she turned it down. Well, it's also weird Ooh. to be eating. I feel like the She's, guy... Okay, first of all, she was a major asshole to this guy's... Or to her dad's girlfriend. Well, you wonder and if something else happened. For no right? reason, because, like, too. Like, oh, I've, right. never, I've never been at a dinner where someone's just like eating and just angrily staring unless something else occurred, right? She cheated on her. Maybe it was that, That's the thing that no one knows. <laughs> My new <laughs> girlfriend's name is Sarah. Uh, she said she was engaged to some guy, and well, I guess it didn't work out. Yeah. No, but yeah, like... I've, I've never... That's, that's such a middle school thing to do, right? Like to insult somebody while they're getting like... It is. Helpings? Yes, that's insane. Um, She's jelly. She she automatically doesn't like her because she thinks that it's a betrayal to her mom. I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. It's not. She should be happy for her father. Well, also because he's being happy with this chubby lady. But also, if he likes Jello, also she's twenty. Also, she's twenty nine. Like. It's not like they're eight and they're like, I don't know how to process emotions. You're not my real mom. Yeah, if she was like eight to fifteen, I could um, excuse this, but this is just super weird. I mean, I probably, she's that old. And I she was 19. 19, nineteen. Sorry, nineteen. Thank you, Sex Luther. Uh, either way, nineteen. I don't know, man. Sex Luther. That, that's, that's still outside of the cutoff <laughs> age. I, I think. I don't know if I would cut off her tuition. I think I might just be like, you're not invited back to Thanksgiving. I mean, good luck in your life. The reason I'm okay with him cutting off her tuition is because you know he'll keep paying it if she'll just apologize and like stop being a terrible person. Over mashed potatoes too. I've if it was said, cornbread, I might could understand. But I've always said <laughs> <laughs> mashed the, potatoes. What a bitch. One of the most important. Also, nobody can accurately gauge how much mashed potatoes you're trying to get. Is that just me? I don't care for mashed potatoes that much. They give me gas. I love mashed potatoes. But I've never I can been eat those to, till the end of time. I've never been able to get just the right amount of mashed potatoes. I it's, always get it's always way, like a pff, yeah, massive I get way too much or way too little. Be those so then I have red to go skin ba- ones. Then I got to go back five times because I'm trying to not get a giant pile of mashed potatoes. So then mm-hmm. I look like a fat pig. <laughs> yep. Do uh, they give you gas though? Potatoes? No. Then you're good. I mean, I fart all the time anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm pretty much fart powered at this point Ooh. in my life. Yep. If we could yep. harness it and figure out how to fuel cars with it, wind power. Yeah, you could send me some gold bars. <laughs> I just put a tiny little, <laughs> put a tiny little fan over my ass, and every time I fart, <laughs> pipe it into your gas tank. Perfect. But what are you gonna get to hold it? Tape. Somebody lights a cigarette, will <laughs> blow the fucking car to hell. Uh, Oops! Yeah. I threw the cigarette out the window. The car blows all to hell. Does Wesley know the gas is also highly flammable, but they have a way to contain it? I don't think Wesley does. <laughs> it is Wesley's car does run on potatoes. You That's and true. yours. He, has, uh, uh, he keeps potatoes in the trunk that somehow power it. I think there's like little things in there. You stick in potatoes and gather standards. You like how you light a light bulb for a science project. Well, my car is currently out of commission, but I do have mom and dad's truck, which is powered by, by hell if I know. 
it just skips and goes. It's powered by, he just pushes it down the road. Like Al Bundy with his old, um, what was that that he drove, a Dodge? He just pushed it down the interstate. Yeah, it runs about like Al Bundy's old Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I definitely think that uh, he's not being the asshole. Right, no, not at no. all. No. I think that's maybe an appropriate response, but... The daughter's being a real bitch. I feel like there's got to be more to that story than that. Like, that seems like... Yeah, I think the, the daughter was um, in a relationship with um, his dad's current girlfriend for a while, and then they bro- broke up because she's like, yeah, I found someone else. I cheated on you with them. I'm here. And then she comes over for dinner, and she's like, oh, fuck. I really realize, like oh, you cheated on me issues. with my dad. I don't like so she's I- just sitting there eating the potatoes, glaring at her. It's like, you fucking, you know what you did. I really don't like awkward family dinners. I don't like family dinners. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, this this Thanksgiving, I was really Which is why we never eat together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Christmas, I was really worried that like it was just gonna everything was gonna fall apart over politics. Yeah. But then I managed to always steer it away from politics by just telling a weird story about something that had happened to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, somebody, someone's like, "Yeah, would you uh, would you mind migrating those rolls over here?" And someone's like, "Migrate." I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, you guys, remember about the time I pooped myself as an adult?" <laughs> <laughs> Which time? Tell us about it. It completely steered away uh, from anything to do with politics, which was nice. Uh, my brother, uh, he's the one that kept trying to bring up politics. Like, my mom knows that I don't like uh, the president, so she'll at least, like, keep her mouth shut about it. Yeah. But Kelly kept being like, oh, I can't believe they're trying to do this impeachment. Can you believe they're trying to do this? Still, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, like, look, staring at my phone. Be like, Kelly, buddy, you don't live here. And, uh, <laughs> I know you came in through the front door, but you're about to leave through the bathroom window. <laughs> like this guy from our podcast. You know, you, you know, should shut up. You should really install a soundboard so you can have sound effects for like dramatic effect whenever you're saying some things. Well, if we Please. ever get that morning radio show like mm-hmm. uh, set up, we'll definitely be like, we're gonna get a soundboard tech and be like, yeah, just play the fart sounds anytime this happens. That would be fun. Uh, yeah. We talked about that early on, like adding sound effects in through the whole thing. And... Yeah, but then we were like, ah, we're not the that's... wacky morning zoo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that requires way more energy than we're able right. to put in. We can be like the wacky morning zoo people for the first five six to, minutes. Welcome to the little black grand design. I'm Pete, and this is the fart. Like, <laughs> the fart. Woo! And, and then your job is just to say weirdly off-putting racist and sexist things. <laughs> you know, we're like, oh, today a local man's dog got out of the yard. And you're just like, oh, I haven't seen my wife in a couple days. Like, you know, some weird. Mm-mm. The people are like, do you call his wife a dog? I don't know why that's funny. Oh, that's where my do- where my wife went. Oh, was it a black lab? <laughs> we played fart sound. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then some Led Zeppelin. I would need <laughs> I would need way more coffee to be able to maintain that level of energy. I would need way more energy. drugs just to make my brain check out. Just like sitting here doing lines of cokes, like and then Pete. <laughs> that's that would be those people. All right, you guys ready for the third one? Yeah, hit us All with right. it, uh, Wesley. Am I an asshole for for pretending to get fired when customers get a temper with me? <laughs> no, that sounds funny. That That's... sounds like something I wish I had figured out when I was working customer <laughs> service. I like that whenever you used to be a valet, you had a tunnel that you were working on to like escape from that place. Oh, I was really bored, and I found out the bricks were loose down in the basement, so I started removing them and, and digging behind it. Yeah, you, you were like doing your own Shawshank tunnel, except instead of a poster, you just had bricks that you would replace at the end of the day. Yeah, I was just bored. There was and there's all kinds of weird catacombs in Savannah, so. 
I mm-hmm. think that was one of the bricked up weird catacombs that I was trying to get into. Nice. I but wish that you had finished that tunnel. It was well. I was working as an overnight valet, and I was just exhausted. So when I wasn't driving someone's stupid car, I was asleep in my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, would just, I would turn my walkie-talkie up in case they needed me, and I would just go get in my car and oh. try to take a nap. I wonder how many times you like slept through a call. No, to the they were best pretty, of your knowledge ever. Or? No, they were pretty loud. Okay, okay. And they knew where I was at, so the like, front desk lady could just come and get me if she had to. Okay. <laughs> that job sucked. All right, Wesley. <clears throat> I am a high schooler with a weekend job at a coffee shop. Uh, my coworkers. Uh, James, the owner's son, he goes to my school. He's a shift manager. Uh, he's a real friendly guy. Danielle, a college student who works weekends too. Sometimes customers will come in and just be angry about little stuff. Sounds like Fred's. Like, <laughs> yeah. literally blow up about nothing. I don't know if they're in a bad mood already and looking for someone to take it out on or what, but uh, it's a lot. Like, how sad uh, your life has to be to be a grown-ass man taking your anger out on a high school and college kids. Uh, so James and I were joking about having a little fun with them and hoping to get them off our backs. So one day I was at work and some guy was having a temper about how we don't make the coffee hot enough, which I couldn't do a thing about because I gave it to him right out of the machine. Uh, already like right there, like the coffee's not hot enough. They can't. That's they can legally can't make it any hotter. Like there are certain standards. Right. Partly because is it partly because of the Walmart lady or not Walmart McDonald's lady? That I think that might have that might have that might have been part of it because uh, everyone likes to talk about a frivolous lawsuit. But by she, the way, that that was um, a PR masterstroke there, trying to make that lady out to be like the yeah. bad guy, saying, "Oh, she she spilled coffee on herself and shoot because it was hot." But in real life, that was like not what happened at all. And yeah, she, she had like, like serious second, third yeah. degree burns. Yeah, like like uh, that she should not have had from that coffee. And then she like, only sued McDonald's to pay the medical bills. But, yeah, and they didn't want to pay the medical bills. You mean they're asking about? They're talking about coffee in the break room, or are they bitching about the customers being? No, the bitching? customer comes in and he's like, "This coffee's not hot enough!" Like, yeah, and he can't make the coffee hotter. Mm-mm. Oh, like the you you can't change the temperature on the machine. It comes out of a machine, it goes in a cup. They hand it to you. You give them money. Like, Reminds well, me I, of the time I was a cashier back in the day at Family Dollar. Whenever I worked there at a cash register, you can't just set there at the damn cash register you have to zone the area that you're in that's pulling everything to the front to make the shelves look full mm-hmm. yeah yeah well i did that a lot at circle k this but... guy didn't want to wait on me for two moments to walk my fat ass up there to the counter to check him out so he leaves his stuff on the counter and says i ain't got time to wait on y'all and walks out the store just to try and <laughs> piss me off i said okay thank you have a good one bye welcome to mo's and yeah. then the next customer come in. I say hello, welcome to Family Dollar. You know, if you talk to them in a monotone <coughs> and be friendly to them, regardless of how they treat you, it pisses them off even worse if they're in one of those bad oh, moods. Because they want a reaction from you. Yeah. Yeah. So this give guy... them no reaction. Either that or, while uh, you're zoning, you bend down real low and pull the mouthwash forward and fart real loud, and your customers only a few feet away, and they're like, "I'm ready." <laughs> And you walk over nonchalantly like like nothing went on. <laughs> like you're perfectly innocent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you're like, how may I help you today, sir? Because no one likes to acknowledge farts. <laughs> so, uh, so this guy's freaking out over the hot copy, right? He's yelling at this high school kid. High school kid's manager, James, uh, comes in and goes, sir, is there a problem here? And the guy starts screaming at him, too. So he was just like, that's just unacceptable. Um, so James goes uh, to the guy, then he goes, this is unacceptable. You're fired. 
So I started acting real sad and going, please, no, don't fire me. My family needs the money. I need this job, please. And he played up being a hard ass, telling me to, you know, take off my apron and leave. And then the angry guy started to backtrack like, oh, isn't, oh, it's not that big. I mean, you don't need to fire him over it. I mean, I didn't mean it. Um, and his manager goes, no, we pride ourselves on the best customer service. And then, of course, the guy left and he still had his job. Um, <laughs> and now he's done Wonderful. it a couple of times whenever the customers lose their temper. Uh, the other person working with him will just storm in and be like, you're fired! Back up your shit! And every time the person that was freaking out like apologizes, uh, he says, it's kind of satisfying. He goes, anyway... Um, what happens if they come back and find him still working there? I, I think I, I know about this, but he's telling friends at school and they go, what a mean prank to let someone think they got someone uh, fired. Am I the asshole for this joke? No. I, I think he doesn't have to worry about them coming back in because... Would you want to come back into a place where you had gotten the high school barista fucking fired over something that wasn't their fault? Like, I'd be kind of embarrassed. I, You know what? I would be scared to go back because I would assume that everyone else saw me do this and would spit in my drink. Or everybody that goes there is just like, this is the dick that got the barista fired. Yeah. yeah That's so, sort of okay. a non-issue in, in retail, really. Most of the time, you don't have to worry about shit like that. What you really have to worry about is when you're the assistant manager and somebody comes up to your cashier with their dick poking out of the top of their pants with a hard on, making it look like they're that, harassing your cashier, and like your cashier just can't acknowledge that it's there, but she's being flashed at the same time, and you're like, "Leave, motherfucker, leave." So when did you have a hard on and flash it at someone? <laughs> that was the other day, but I'm talking about for my cashier. You know, I didn't think about that, that someone's like, I'm going to go flash somebody at the uh, family dollar. <laughs> oh, that shit happens all the time. We get flashed, people shitting the floor in the corner. What? Why? People shitting the mop bucket. Well, the migrants mostly shitting the mop bucket. Oh, no, Wesley's one of those. A Trump supporter. No. <laughs> I don't support... I don't want to get into politics of that <laughs> nature. I'm right. a politics podcast. We don't get involved in the politics, and you don't have to. <laughs> I'll get into local politics. No, but I like the fake fire because I think it also hopefully teaches these people like an empathy lesson about maybe don't go in and freak out on the customer service person, like because it's not their fault. Your life sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm still on this guy's side because that sounds super amusing to me. I like that plan. Working in retail, I wouldn't do that though. Pretend to get fired? No, I wouldn't. Or actually, you're the manager, the... so you'd pretend to fire. You'd be the one pretending to fire someone, right? I wouldn't put through that because I had to go through the whole process of even hiring people, and hiring people is a pain in the. But well, you're ass. not really firing. You're not. Yeah, he's not actually firing. getting fired. Yeah. You're pretending to, so that the customer feels bad. I know, but in <clears throat> small towns. Everyone true. knows Everybody. everyone. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Wesley comes so, from a place where there's like 10 people, so they would know if so, John yeah, so lost the, his job. Yeah, so it the, wouldn't work in my situation. Yeah, the, the town Wesley's from, he would be firing his cousin uh, because his brother-in-law yelled at his cousin, so then he'd go home and his mom would be like, why did you fire your cousin? Because why did you fire Jimbo? Because <laughs> your brother-in-law... Yeah, that's like we were, when we were driving over here today... Uh, I was like, man, I can't even flip people off in this town because I'm afraid they're going to be like related. To, like, <laughs> be, it would be like my stepdad's mom, and then, like his mm. cousin would be like, "Why did you flip your stepdad's mom off today in front of the friends?" And I'd be like, "Everybody's here is related." Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he'll never hear this, but I do have a cousin that's also my uncle. Uncle cousin, I like that. Mm-mm. The most. This molest- is Georgia. I was going to say the most molestery of relatives. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I don't know. Also, Wesley's his own grandpa because he married his grandmother. Which one's more molestery, <laughs> uncle cousin or uh, uncle dad? Uncle cousin? That was uncle cousin? 
Sounds more molestery. Neither one of y'all have provoked to you and yours out of me yet. Have you figured that out yet? <laughs> we, got, we got time. We have, we have. <laughs> but we're still being nice because it's episode 99. Episode 100 will provoke you. Ever so, episode 100, we just land to Wesley. I feel, <laughs> I feel so unappreciated because I haven't been provoked yet. <laughs> Speaking of episode 99, have you been keeping track of how much uh, time has passed? I have not, Pat. Uh, I figured we would just make this episode last indefinitely. Uh, forever. I mean, that sounds good to me. <laughs> this is the episode that never ends. It goes on and on. My that friends. damn song gets stuck in my head. Don't sing that. Some, Some people, people started, started singing it, not knowing what it was. <laughs> and Delg and Danny singing it forever just because. Why, Wesley? This. You are yours. You are yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of these. Some, some of these are my the asshole are really sad. So I'm trying to. Uh, like Give me one... something juicy. Good okay, uh, am I an asshole for telling my ex-girlfriend's daughter that I abandoned, that I abandoned, that I am not her father? That no. I abandoned, I am not her father? I don't know why he calls it his ex-girlfriend's daughter, because apparently it's his daughter. He says he abandoned her, but is he, oh, he, abandoned is he an her. asshole yes. for telling her that he's not her father? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Why is that a question? <laughs> People submit all kinds of stuff to Reddit, and then we ask Wesley about it. I'm going to get a <laughs> tissue on this one. Okay, watch out for the cord. I don't want to read that one. That one just makes me real sad. We'll read it. <clears throat> no, go for it. All right, all right, all right. Because some of these are, I, it's, it's. I feel bad. We can't hear you from in there, Wesley. <laughs> Wesley, this is a podcast. You have to be near the microphone. <laughs> I'm, just going, I'm just going outside for a minute. Can you guys still hear me? <laughs> It's not a conversation. It has to be recorded. Uh, oh, no. I just realized Wesley's the Donald Trump of the group. He just, like, wanders off <laughs> out of the room. No, no. you got to sign it, sir. Um, so, uh, ten years ago, I walked out on my ex-girlfriend oh. and her daughter. Okay, so maybe... Uh, all right, this makes more sense. I walked out on my ex-girlfriend and her daughter, who is now 13. Why? Because it turned out that my daughter wasn't actually mine. My ex had cheated. I confronted her. She broke down. I walked out. It was messy because of the amount I spent on lawyers. I have had no contact since. This is till now. I got a Facebook message from her daughter, which was very abrasive. She's accusing me of abandoning her. What kind of father does that? It seems my ex didn't have the guts to admit her infidelity. I told her that I'm not her father, that her mother cheated. She didn't take it well, but I provided evidence. She actually had the maturity to apologize. Now my ex got a hold of my Facebook and has been blowing up my messenger, calling me uh, an asshole and all sorts of stuff. Uh, even my sister said I shouldn't have told her. Am I the asshole? That's a tough one, man. Like, So she's not actually his daughter. Right, but the ex is like, that's your father. So how many years... Did he think he was the father? Um, I assumed it was like a short time. Most of the years. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's a tough one because it's not the daughter's fault. But also, where's the other dude? Why is this just on uh, on him? Like, why why doesn't his, like, uh, ex contact the real father and be like, uh, you got a daughter? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think he's an asshole. I think he's kind of shit. I think it's kind of shitty, not necessarily his fault, but... Even if it was a year, if he loves the girl as a daughter, that's true. He should still be the father. <clears throat> but you know, he also feels betrayed and like. I think that children are expensive, so if he could in GTFO go for it, cause it's not his daughter. If you put the time and effort in loving somebody, wouldn't it be that is your daughter, even if it ain't by blood? Didn't he raise her since she was born? If she, he thought that he was the father, it should a, be fourteen I years. Think, I think for a period of time, and I think then he left, and now she's thirteen. 
Oh, okay. So he it was he like a few years ago. I don't, th- yeah, I don't think he abandoned a thirteen-year-old. I would say I would stay in the kid's life and help <clears> raise <throat> it as long as her real father paid me child support. That'd work. Enough. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be like, I want a little extra scratch for that's a lot of, If I was being paid to raise a kid, scratch though. though. Yeah, but they they don't mention like, and it's kind of shitty. I think the real asshole is his ex for not telling the daughter about the real situation and just letting this guy be an asshole. And if the real father mm-hmm. signs his rights away, she won't get shit either way. Yeah. So, I don't mm-hmm. think he's the asshole. I think it's shitty, though. I think it's a shitty thing and, like, I don't know, you gotta... I don't... Oh, yeah, that's just a really sad story. Right? I didn't want to read it, but you were like, go ahead, Pete. Read it. It'll be fun. We'll have a few laughs. Oh, come I'm on, having Pete. fun. Find this a good sex scandal. I mean, I market these things <laughs> as a, a comedy podcast instead of politics these days, just so um, funny. To just for liability purposes. But I mean, I don't know. It's not technically a comedy show. I never well, said I mean, it was a comedy show. <laughs> for it to be comedy, it'd have to be funny. <laughs> yeah, which it definitely is not. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, the uh, what do you call it? I mean, we can do the old ones, the Dear Abbeys, the Dear Abbeys, Dear Wesleys. We find us a good sex scandal. Every good podcast needs find a, us good, a good dear Abby. In the a mean, good sex scandal. In the meantime, let's introduce Wesley to the audience. Audience, this is Wesley, a fictional character we made up. Say hello. Hello. That's, I actually do exist, unfortunately. Why, unfortunately? That's just a voice I did. Didn't I sound like I was a different person? Very funny. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. And like a good ventriloquist, we can probably talk I got at a, the same I got time. A, I got a good dear Abby, dear Wesley. Birthday party guest list does not include newborn. Does do you have to include it? Does the newborn need to RSVP? I don't think so. Couldn't someone just bring the baby? Right, because like, but you don't have to be like also. Baby, show me your ID before <laughs> you're entering the door. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, your baby can't be your plus one. <laughs> baby, I am your father. <laughs> so my brother and oh, sister-in-law were trying to have a baby using artificial insemination. A few months into a very difficult pregnancy, they were told the baby had many life-threatening defects and asked if they wanted to terminate because the baby had little, if any, chance of surviving. They chose to carry the baby to natural birth. A month or so before she was due, she went into labor. The baby lived for only a few hours. They had a funeral, and it was a very sad event. Um, a month later on the due date... Oh, I'm date, up. Sorry, this, this gets weird. A month later on the due date, they started organizing a birthday party for their 10-year-old daughter and invited 30 to 40 people. They contacted my son and daughter-in-law, who had been pregnant at the same time and had given birth to a healthy baby, and they asked them not to bring their newborn. Other babies a year old uh, or older are invited. How should I respond? Leave the baby at home? Refuse the invitation? Was it proper for them to throw a party and unwelcome a newborn? I wouldn't even go. Just say, fuck you. Well, it's tough, because <laughs> I feel like if they're, they're hurting over losing their baby, and I guess maybe they have they baby They are, envy. but... Don't be envious. Don't. Wouldn't, but wouldn't seeing this baby that you're related to just make you happy that, like, oh, here's this, I'm sorry we lost our baby, but here's... Well... I mean, maybe if they're bringing it as a gift. I lost a nephew not too long ago. And Did you ever find him again? No, no, Where'd, no. Where'd you leave him? He passed away. Did you, check between the couch, did you check between the couch cushions? That one's... Don't go there. But anyway... Yo, he didn't kill you and yours. That's a don't go there. Okay. But anyway, uh, he had a cousin that was born around the same age, uh, and it was difficult somewhat, but it, it was okay seeing the cousin that survived, Right. even though he didn't. Uh, so there's a little awkward tension there, but they could have put up with it. We put up with it. 
It just seems weird to like specifically uninvite the you know the baby like. It's I ridiculous. I don't think that would stop the baby from coming. Couldn't they just bring it? I mean, are they just gonna leave it at home with the cat? No, I think they're gonna leave it with somebody else, like a babysitter or whatever. But uh, at first, but I, yeah, I wouldn't come if I couldn't bring the my baby inside. Yeah, I'm like, well, I, I fuck y'all then. I mean, at that point, I'd be kind of attached to the baby. Yeah, I'd be like, we're not gonna go party without the baby. It was a. I like how that one looked funny, and then it got mean and sad too. <laughs> like. Yeah, that was too sad. Phantom like, sex scandal. I was like, that's, that's gonna, what Wesley's been wanting, I was, sex. I was like, this is going to be fun. The baby didn't RSVP. And they're like, our baby died. I'll have you know I got laid yesterday. Did your dad know about it? <laughs> you and yours. No, Peter, I don't kiss and tell. Oh, no, I'm still trying to find... Uh... Right, right. I need to, like, fill in the, uh, the airtime while he's doing that. So, uh, Wesley, whenever you voted for Brian Kemp, how happy were you? Good God, man, I didn't vote for that bastard. I voted for Abrams. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about that. She would have actually put funding back into the colleges and people wouldn't have to be relying on student loans as much anymore. You but, think so? Yeah. Because uh, I'm still drowning in debt years after I've graduated. Well, you went to an accredited... Uh, accredited? No. A real college? You and yours. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I knew I was going to fall into that trap when I went to a technical college. I did too. Technically. At first. You did too at first, but you switched over to the big shot university. Because uh, someone would pay for it, and that just gave me something to do for a few years. There's my diploma <laughs> behind you sitting on the floor where it belongs. At least yours is in a frame. Mine's in a box somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, don't even have I don't even have a diploma for my master's degree. The, really? They didn't give it to you? I do you know? It to uh, me or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it's just lost in the I mail somewhere. I, I, Are you sure you graduated? How do you, like, the only thing you get for it's a piece of paper. If they don't give you the piece of paper, then <laughs> no, I'm sure I graduated. Does it, does you know, the only one in my family that has more. Do you have to print it out yourself? Me? Or? Maybe. I got two technical college diplomas, uh -huh. but the only person in my family that has more diplomas than me is Dad because of how many times he graduated DUI school. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I was about to say, um, if your dad graduated from college, did he is he aware of this? Did he like get really high one day and just like wander through two years of college? I love that he's like the summa cum laude of like DUI school. He would go to DUI school, same night, come home, get drunker than shit where he couldn't even walk, and then the next day go back to DUI school and do it all over again. He should definitely ask for his money back. Yep. <laughs> Well, I've got to know that you're Wesley, but it's not loading for some reason. He would talk about how bad drinking was at one minute and be drunk in a few hours later. Drinking is so bad. Blah, blah, blah. Ah. <laughs> like gummy berry juice. Bump, bump, bump. And then he'd just start bouncing around. And then, at the most awkward moment, I bend forward and fart. And Wilder says, walk around the table. Yeah, that was always a rule that I made up when I was a kid, but I don't really remember why. I think I was just trying to get him to, like, waft it about so that it wouldn't be, like, a concentrated fart in one spot, right? I forgot I'm supposed to call you Pat in this podcast. Uh, I mean, we were billed by name forever ago. Like, we, episode two. So whenever Pat's mom ever finally listens to it, it's going to be really fun. <laughs> he's, a, he's a different person. It must be, because they don't call him by Wilder. Rawr. He's a smoke like, smell. I like, <laughs> I like you think that that'll throw her off. <laughs> He like, finally gave up the smoke smell. <laughs> uh, but, but I remember like episode two, um, Peter's like, Wilder or Pat or whatever, Wilder Patrick Thrift. And 
So yeah, now all, now all my enemies can find me. Great. Now, now the government will know exactly who to send to get Mo. Well, they already know, man. A lot him. of people probably wouldn't believe that your real name is Peter Griffin. Uh, we've also never said his full name on the podcast. So, well, I guess to be fair, we've given Wesley's address on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Wesley Dustin Bowen, Peter James Griffin. Kind of like... I didn't know your middle name was James. Ma- Matthew Sherbert Scott. there's a star trek reference in there i like that (laughs) captain peter t kirk (laughs) i didn't know that was a star trek i don't think think he's making stuff up now yep Um, john luke picard he's actually fixing to have his own series at the end of january which would be great is it a series i thought it was a movie no it's a series did he agree to it or is this like just something they're doing to him he agreed to all of my chambers He's actually going to be brought back, and it's going to be the future. After, it's going to pick up where TNG left off. Huh. Well, then. Well, actually, it's going to pick up where every other series left off. Speaking of uh, Matthew Scott Fitzgerald, uh, did we lose him? I think Sex Luther left. Have any of y'all ever we lost our only live got audience. around to watching Damn. The Mandalorian? The first season is already out. But what I freaking hate is the fact that they have started cutting shows down to eight episodes per series. What I freaking hate is that Baby Yoda. Oh, they need to get rid of that. I like Baby Yoda. I have not seen any of The Mandalorian yet, but I'm aware of um, Baby Yoda. They got a meme about with Baby Yoda doing the force choke on that lady, and she's like, oh, yes, harder. <laughs> First time I saw it, I thought he was um, drinking coffee, but then I hear later that it's soup. Because he's just standing there holding the, the cup, right? So you think, makes me think of like Kermit holding the glass of tea and just like sort of. He's uh, hilarious. He just walks around Tatooine grabbing these frog things and eating them. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Oh, we finally got it up. All, All right, right, let's do it. I, dear Wesley, am I the asshole for severely punishing my nieces and nephews for waking me up for the third morning in a row? Yes. <laughs> my, no. my niece and nephew wake me up all the time. I don't care. It's just you, you deal with it, right? And then they have to be punished. Let's uh, yeah, but anyway, let's 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 hear it. I'm staying at my wife's parents. I hate the way, by the way, I hate the way they explain. They can't say like I'm staying at like you know my father-in-law or my mother-in-law sounds like I'm staying at my wife's parents' home. I'm staying at my uncle's brother's nephew's yeah. cousin's formal roommate. Uh, I'm actually staying at these people's home who I married their daughter. And you're like, you mean your parent-in-laws? <laughs> your in-laws, say your in-laws. Uh, I'm staying with them for a week around Christmas and New Year's. My wife's two sisters are here too, and they have two kids each, five to nine. Uh, my wife and I, we're in our late 20s. We Wait, don't have kids. So go back. He's living there? He's just like going no, to visit? just staying there for the holidays. Fucking suck it up if they're just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my niece and nephew are over for the holidays, too. I never care if they wake me up because I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, this is a temporary thing, and I want them to like me when they leave, so I'm not going to yell at them. I'll just put up with whatever. I mean, It's easy to just sort of suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, when you're staying at someone else's place, like... Uh, that, too. When me and dear girlfriend came down for the holidays, we stayed at her folks' place, and, like, we had to sleep on an air mattress in the living room, so, like... You know, I'm an old man, so I'm like, well, it's like getting close to 7 o'clock. Better turn in. But like, the family <laughs> stays up to, like, you know, 12 or 1 in the morning. So I'm like, really fading here. Oh, if I could go to sleep. Ah. But, like, at the same time, like, I bitched about it privately, but I wasn't like, I'm going to punish everyone! <laughs> I'm handing out spankings! Everyone get over here! <laughs> like, so it's, he says, uh, I'm really close to them, and I love these kids immensely. Uh, I'll engage with them, however. I can invent fun games like run around and pretend I'm a monster. Buddy, you didn't invent that game. I made this up all by myself. <laughs> I've, invented, I've invented all these games. I call this one Checkers. 
waiting to see how he punishes them and if this is going to get dark. Uh, right? Like Billy clubbing them and locking them in the closet. <laughs> I help put them to sleep. Pee your pants. I, I, I don't like this. So he helps feed them, put them to sleep. And how old are they? Discipline them when they misbehave. Uh, I.e. put them in timeouts. I don't think anybody should be disciplining a kid except for the parent. Uh, you know, I was picturing them like the same age as my niece and nephew, which clearly they're not. <laughs> they're my not niece and nephew are like, uh, what is it, 18 and 20? Yeah, so. it's probably best if the parents do all the discipline because it can cause family rifts. Yeah. He says, parents will always take my side in punishments. This guy really seems like he's into punishments. It uh, does. Etc. I'm the only adult that will actively engage and play with them most of the day, whereas the other adults mostly Ooh. give them an activity and let them carry on themselves. I'm not disparaging anyone. I just want to show that we're genuinely close. All the kids call me the fun one. Yeah, this guy's a molester. Seems that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I don't like that actively engage and play with them. That sounds so... And then engage he, with he them all day long. The and fun I, one. And I, I remember that I had the monster out for them. That's so, like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Every time we stay here, the kids make a lot of noise in the morning from 7 to 8 a.m. onwards. You should be often, up by then anyway. Often rail right outside the bedrooms. Even with earplugs in and my phone playing white noise on full volume all night, it wakes me up and everyone in the house dozens of times. Okay. They've, they've been told every night before sleep to be quiet in the morning, but it never works. Yeah, because they're kids. They yeah. don't remember anything from one day to the next. Like every day to them, and it's amazing. Every day to them is a whole new day in a whole new universe. Mm -hmm. It's like fifty first dates. Just the next day, everything's clean. But in like a clean. wonderful way, yeah. It's yeah, in, it's like fifty yeah. first dates, but in the best way, mm -hmm. uh, where we're living like the worst. Just like oh, another fucking day. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they tell them to be quiet, and then it never works. Every morning, he has to get out of bed at least once and tell them to be quiet and stay downstairs. Which I'm, he says, which I'm thanked for. I say, uh, I said last night while putting them to sleep tomorrow, they can only play Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch, which they love, and I'll only take them to the park tomorrow if they are all quiet in the morning and I don't get woken up. Today they were noisy again, and I followed through with the punishment. They mm. insisted not all of them were making noise, so they all shouldn't be punished, and I said no. I got woken up by multiple screaming voices, and the deal was you all had to be quiet. Cue extremely grumpy kids screaming, it's not fair. They wouldn't calm down, so I said, "No switch tomorrow either, unless they behave." I don't wake and don't wake us up in the morning, and I won't take them to the park tomorrow either. Their mothers both <clears> said, uh, "If he told you not to do something, you don't listen. He can punish you." My wife said I should stop the punishment now, as it's too severe, including extending it to a second day. Plus, it wasn't all the kids that were making noise. Plus, it's Christmas, and they should be having fun together. I said no. I made the threat of punishment, and I'm not going to back down now. Full disclosure, my wife and I sometimes discuss, not argue, that perhaps I'm severe with my punishments and punish bad behavior that most other people let slide. My view is that discipline is important and I balance it out by playing with them as much as I can, being as fun as I can. Wesley, am I the asshole? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, holy shit. Just like, I mean, I gave all my rants earlier. That's that's still how I feel now. What, it, a, what a draconian asshole. He is an asshole and possibly a child molester. Yeah. Like, that's that's the Most conclusion definitely. that I've come to. Yeah, because anybody that's just like, they have to be punished. I'm, I'm the fun one here. If they want to play with my monster, they have to behave and never tell anyone. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on his skin or else it gets the belt again. He seems like the creepy one in court whenever they're convicting him of just like multiple molestations. He's just mm. going to be like, I'm the fun one! I'm the fun one! <laughs> As like the bailiffs drag him out. I said over easy! <laughs> You'll all be punished! <laughs> ah! And where you live, I'm going to punish you! Just, you! Just frothing at the mouth. Yeah, dude, if kids wake you up, it's what they fucking do. Now, like, if it was, like, 3 in the morning, I'd be like, guys, come on. 
you got to go to bed. But like, yeah, I think seven and eight is a reasonable time to fucking wake, wake your ass up, up anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have patience as a teacher anyway. I think that if you're gonna engage with the kid, like, if you don't want to get woken up, go stay in a hotel room. Uh, you know who else needs patience? What doctors? <laughs> that was so funny I forgot to laugh. <laughs> Pat, where are we at time-wise? Should we hit him with the socials? Uh, yeah, it's about a good time to hit him with the socials. Uh, Pat, molest him with the socials. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, let me bring you over here to my uh, closet of socials, and we can discuss the monster. You can right. find us on, 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 you find us on Twitter at punishment. I'm the fun one. <laughs> Just remember, I'm the fun one. Was uh, it good for you too? I need a cigarette. <laughs> Wesley actually does need a cigarette. So let's hit him with the social so Wesley can get that cigarette. All right, you can find us at Wesley's Noisy Foam on Twitter. All right, you can find us at Those Muckrakers on Twitter. If you'd like to send us your own Dear Wesley and talk about the kids that you play with and show your monster, you can do so at Those, at those Muckrakers at gmail.com. Send us in your own Dear Wesley, and we can give you life advice, which you definitely should not follow. Uh, if you would like to support us financially, buy our book, Dusk Belt, book one. It is uh, Give Me Back My Life. It's a fun story about a guy that comes home to a doppelganger. Uh, Super Lad will be out as soon as um, Peter is done reading the manuscript, so 2024. Uh, <laughs> 2025, somewhere around that. Don't worry, we're gonna work on a new it's way to like. It's like book. Marvel Phase One and Two. It's gonna take eight years, but trust me, you're gonna love it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not that long of a book. You should have already had it done. Wesley's read it, and he's yeah, Wesley. Fair enough. Right. You know how long I take to read shit. You're shaming me. We're <laughs> <laughs> emasculating you in front of your girlfriend. You're gonna have to jump out the bathroom window, but you don't have one, so you're gonna have to kick out the wall, <laughs> into the neighbor's house, and run through the door. Here, Wesley, am I the asshole? I kicked through my friend's wall in his bathroom. <laughs> And then kick through the neighbor's wall to get away from family dinner. <laughs> I kicked through like three walls, Wesley. It's only okay if you emasculate. Wait a minute, what was I saying? <laughs> Mayonnaise, a lot of emasculations in here. I'm the fun one! He is the fun one. And if you need a good taste sensation, always add a little Mrs. Dash. I thought you were about to say semen. <laughs> it's the same thing. Same thing. You and yours.